It strikes without warning. No goat or small farm animal is safe. Tonight on the Paranormal Rabbit Hole, we go over that ever-elusive chupacabra. with the most knocking things over in my office or in my studio I should say my office studio office cryptid cabin um, paranormal plot (laughs) ghostly you get the drift I'm doing rhyming with houses but I don't know what would be G so my haunted house my misfortunate manor blah 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 anyway guys it's another beautiful evening to talk about something strange and as you heard at the top of the show today's show is about the chupacabra chupacabra one of my favorite cryptids because it's so neat and uh just like some of the other cryptids that we talked about and will talk about in the future um has some similarities to those cryptids that maybe have more than one shape or form, um, like there's a different species of chupacabra or something like that. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I know you hate it, and I hate it too, but I have to also say hello to our new listeners. Hello and welcome new listeners uh, on Spotify and on Apple. Uh, we see you there, and we're very happy to have you along on this journey with us because, gosh darn it, we like you, and you're very nice. Uh, but seriously, we're excited. Um, welcome, 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 welcome. And also, you can check us out at the Paranormal Rabbit Hole uh, podcast on Instagram. Go there and follow us there. We just basically do show updates for now. Um, we're getting, uh, we're going steps further, so we're going to get a little more interactive, and we're going to have to up our our activity a lot more on the Paranormal Rabbit Hole Instagram. But um, yeah, welcome, welcome aboard. I, I won't do that again, I promise. I might. I do voices. Sometimes it hits, sometimes it misses. Yeah, misses more than it hits. Um, but we just kind of go over uh, whatever we're covering that day. We just kind of give a small little introduction into the paranormal world. Uh, I like to think of myself as the first step towards the dive down into the paranormal. Ra- you know, I'm that paranormal rabbit hole. You're supposed to use me to go down that f- and search for yourself as well. Um because there's not a lot of time in the day to go over everything. Like last week I did the Thunderbird, and while there are so many witnesses, and I, I covered a few small witnesses, um, there were so many more, and, and I'm like, dude, it's all, but it's all the same thing. It's it, Nothing ever changed. It's either someone was driving down the road and saw a giant bird take off, but it wasn't really a giant bird. It may have been just a large bird. Um, somebody's out in their field taking record of their fence and making sure there are no holes in it so that their cattle doesn't escape and they see this giant bird fly off a rock but it didn't look like a bird it looked like a dinosaur um and so i wanted to i had to kind of cut the fat and when i cut the fat i looked back and saw the episode and said man it's a short episode so um 
you know, some and sometimes it's going to be like that just because there's so much information about it, but it's all the same type of information. I saw a large bird take off, and it was a really big bird, you know, and that's it. Um, there's only so many times you can give that information before people go, these all sound the same, and they're all different people. Okay. <laughs> and you get bored, and you get tired of hearing the same thing over and over and over again. That's why I'm trying to do more cases, like uh, paranormal cases and UFO cases and cryptid cases that have, like, the Battle of Ape Canyon. That was a really fun one. I love the Battle of Ape Canyon. I, I will admit to you guys I am not a Bigfoot proponent. I, I just don't believe in Bigfoot, but I always challenge the Bigfoot people to convince me because I want to, I want to be convinced, actually. But I'm very I, – I scrutinize very hardly. Or hard, hard, heartily, I, I give I give a lot of scrutiny. <laughs> if you can't say it right, just redirect it and go right back at what you're saying a different way. Um, my mind went, that's not right. That's not right. Uh, I I I am very stoic in my beliefs on on Bigfoot, and there's not a lot that can convince me other than physical evidence in front of me, uh, while not being in danger, of course. Um. You know, the, the, the Patterson-Gimlin film, uh, we went over that a little bit, I think. Uh, and I just wasn't interested in it. It didn't look, it looked fake to me. It still does. It still looks like an animal suit. Even when it's enhanced, you know, people are like, oh, you can see muscle structure. I'm like, no, man, come on, buddy. Come on, guys. It's okay, though. It's okay. Convince me. Convince me. I, I ask thee to convince thyself and thee, verily. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, just some stuff I wanted to cover first, though. Again, if you're if you're if you're curious on where I stand, I've seen a lot of people on social media talking about this, and I'm going to address it right now, and I'm going to lay it down for both both of these these people and both of these uh these shows uh it, it and and I'm going to be very blunt in how I feel about these shows I am also going to say uh I want to tiptoe because I don't want to offend my fans that may like these type of shows. But I'm going to be very, very blunt about these shows. Um, And these shows are Destination Fear and uh, Ghost Adventure. So I know there's a big deal. uh, I think it's uh, Dakota Layton creator of the show and he he's got something going on with zach butthole baggins uh i don't like zach baggins i think he gives paranormal investigation a bad name he's he's all like we're gonna yell at the demons kiss my ass you piece of shit why are you targeting us and it's like really dude you're walking into a place challenging a ghost you think angering it pissing it off is gonna make it happy with you 
And when in the par- in the paranormal realm, I'll say this in the ghost hunting spiritual demonology side of the paranormal and and all that good stuff, which the paranormal is really technically uh, ghosts and demons and spirits and deals with the more spiritual and supernatural uh, spiritual side of the supernatural. More and you know, paranormal does kind of go with cryptids because it's above normal is what paranormal means. So, uh, but we do cri- I do cryptids because they're fun. They're fun, and I love cryptids. Uh, but I also love. I, I I was a paranormal investigator. I you know, you know, researched these ghost stories, and you know, did investigations around my town. You know, these small investigations where I could be out of people's way, and I wouldn't be you know in trouble. Um, and 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 a lot of it was by myself, and a few times I had friends. But other than that, it, it's it's something that I enjoyed, and. I loved the research of the buildings and finding out different things and all this and da, 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 and it was really cool. And so when I see shows like Destination Fear and uh, Ghost Adventures, I, I just and I I know a lot of people are with me on this. A lot of people are behind me on this. I I Zach is such a joke. Zach Bilbo butthole baggins is a joke and I, I think i've made this clear before actually i think i've said this about him before but i don't respect him i think he's a joke i think he makes a mockery of the paranormal research field by putting on a show for people and making people think that what he's experiencing is real i think he's a good actor kind of <laughs> but whatever he and dakota have you know, it's like people are like, oh, there's a big brouhaha with the top of the paranormal community. I'm like, they're not the top of the paranormal community. They're a joke. They are actors acting out a play that they've written themselves to get people to pay attention to the paranormal community. And it's it's kind of in the worst way. You know, real paranormal investigators are very you know, quiet and private about what they do because you know, even though it's wildly accepted now, widely accepted and wildly accepted, um, people still kind of mock it or people kind of want their privacy about the cases that happen to them. So, um, you know, putting it out on TV is kind of the opposite of what really happens in this field. And they, you know, they go to these places and they act like they just go anywhere. And in reality, some of the places that have the most strange occurrences, like in cryptid sightings, because I do consider myself a like cryptid hunter slash cryptozoologist but also strange creatures fey folk and all this stuff i love researching and chasing after these things not to expose them and be like ha, but to be like oh shit okay cool be a kind of a silent observer and, and you know not really and and kind of mentally and and literally literarily document them um that would be my attempt you know, I don't want to take pictures. Well, I mean, I do want to take pictures, but I don't want to, you know, be intrusively taking pictures and find, you know, like blah, 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 you know. All this, I, I want to document. That's that's all I want to do. I don't want a book deal. I want a book for myself that I could pass down to my kids and go, hey, this is what your dad found out. You know, kind of like the, uh, th- like the journals in Gravity Falls, to be exact. Uh, it's a great kid's show. You should check it out. It's, it deals with the paranormal and cryptids and such so it's really cool um 
But other than that, I don't pay attention to these two, and I'll just squash it right now. I don't care what happens in this event. Uh, I don't care for either show. I don't watch either show. The last show that I watched was Ghost Hunters, and I actually liked because they went in to disprove the haunting, not to prove it. Uh, and they would put the kibosh on any episode that didn't stand up to that standard of, okay, this is haunted because there's no other explanation. We've we've looked at things because we know pipes and we know sounds that houses make, and we can't explain this this stuff. Now, did they a little in the in the future did they go a little towards the hokey side yeah a little bit uh but they still tried to keep it to the dedication of deciding if it was haunted or not so to just kind of wrap that up into a nice little bow um i don't care about either of these shows and to be honest let's keep them out of our community please i know that we have to put them in there some somewhere but let's put them at the uncool kids table or the or the cousins from out of town that just won't take the hint like stop coming to stuff um you know let, let's treat it like that and let's just wash it out of our mind and forget them don't talk about them don't bring them up the shows that shall not be named um you know i don't know but um if you want great ghost hunting stuff there's plenty of people on instagram there's a, there's a lot of ghost hunting places that i follow our our page follows that are great uh and they're they're very much into the scene and and more about the paranormal than zach baggins and dakota um so let's let's push that aside get that out of here hey go on get out of here um, I watched Ghostbusters today. I love Ghostbusters. Uh, the real Ghostbusters, the cartoon from the eighties. Kaching, my God, that was good. Anyways, the Chupacabra, La Chupacabra. So we all know La Chupacabra, the goat sucker. Um, but let's let's just go ahead and jump in, shall we? Let's go ahead and jump in. Um, if you want to get a beverage while you're listening to this at home, because uh, you better be listening to this at home if you're going to drink, go ahead and do that. Catch up, have a few, pause it, have a few, and then come back in, sit down, and listen. Because uh, right now, welcome back. Um, between February and July of 1975 is when uh, a lot of farm and domestic animals began to kind of appear with uh, two holes in their necks, drained of blood, in in Puerto Rico. Uh, it, it, the killings took place usually in the early morning hours, leaving victims with odd wounds in the neck, which looked as if they had been punctured with sharp instruments. Some owners claimed that they heard screeching sounds, flapping wings, or hums that only later, when they found the slain animals, they connected with the killings. Uh, in the meantime, other people on the island reported sightings of what they thought were strange-looking birds. So, I'm going to go ahead and I got a piece of paper in front of me. So, first, we have, and and I'm just doing this as a kind of a thing to where you can do it too. First we have strange flapping and buzzing sounds. 
strange birds. So, you know, here's your little chart for this. Strange birds, strange flappy buzzy sounds. Uh, very weird, very weird, right? And animals with puncture wounds on their necks. Like they'd been punctured by sharp instruments or, or you know, teeth. Um, on March 31st, 1991, Palmero, Puerto Rico, uh, a couple heard their two Dobermans, a male and female, howling in fright as a weird sound, like a phonograph being played at the wrong speed, moved around their house. Uh, the couple did not step outside, however, until one of the dogs screamed and everything turned silent. Stepping out to investigate, the husband encountered two beings on his patio. They were, he told investigators, from three to four foot tall, gray color, big heads, black eyes, and almost imperceptible nose, uh, and with a mouth like a little cut, as soon as they saw him, the beings ran off. A few minutes later, he found the female dog unharmed, but the male was dead with horribly and horribly mutilated, empty with nothing inside, as if all had been sucked out through the eyes. Uh, it had empty eye sockets, and all the internal organs had disappeared. It had only the bones inside the skin. It was hollow. He tossed the remains into a ravine where investigators could not locate them when they searched several months later. Oof. So, I don't know about you, but I love my pets. You know, they, they sleep inside. Um, but to hear something strange outside, your dogs are going crazy. It's got to be terrifying to be inside, first of all. Because you're hearing this weird phonograph-like sound, yeah, which is a, a record player with a giant trumpet attached to it for, s for sound amplification. Um, then you find your dog, one terrified under the porch, the other mutilated, after two creatures. That that one's strange. So we've got strange birds, gray creatures, right? Strange birds, gray creatures. So <laughs> essentially The, the weird, odd shit of animals with puncture wounds, strange birds, strange birds. You know, first of all, what the, what is a strange, what constitutes a strange bird? Um, it, it, it's, and, and it only intensified, too. Like, these, these things only continued 
uh, even into the Caribbean islands, uh, you know, further into the Caribbean islands uh, in 95, you know, basically just all these strange, odd things. Uh, it, it, it gets even weirder when people start seeing, you know, these different types. We're going to get into these different types that people will end up seeing um, here in just a second. But it, it's just very prevalent that this thing has several different types of, of minus, I think, the, the Doberman story is more about gray aliens. It just happens to happen on the same island as a lot of these cases. Um, and at the same, at around the same time. And it look it's around the same strangeness. Uh, could be made up story, of course. Obviously, all these every story that we hear about strange animals and entities could be, you know, made up. Of course, there's the obviousness of that. But we are, of course, talking about the other side of that coin, the real creature. So uh, the Doberman story does kind of sound just like gray aliens. Now. Again, it's not just the fact that there's strange noises. The animals are are, are ending up. Uh, I think uh, a variety of a variety of animals were killed by basically some unknown assailant. And on one occasion, according to the report of a San Juan radio station, two police officers. We're investigating sheep slayings on Enrique Barito's property when one spotted a three to four foot humanoid figure with orange yellow eyes watching them from the shadows. When the officer tried to chase it on foot, he was rendered helpless by a sudden onset of nausea. Um, either that or he saw a strange creature and said, fuck that, I'm terrified, I don't want to go after this thing. Uh... <laughs> About 6 a.m., not long afterwards, on March 26th, at the same location, UFO enthusiast Jamie Torres, who had come to investigate, reportedly saw a similar creature, though with black eyes, resting on a tree limb. Uh, though its face was uh, dark gray in color, the creature had a chameleon-like appearance, its body color changing from purple to brown to yellow, uh, a feature d uh, destined to be described by many eyewitnesses. As uh, the witness watched, the figure shook its head and hissed a sound that, for some reason, made him feel faint. The creature then fled into the surrounding jungle. Supposedly, a neighbor observed the same or similar entity through binoculars a day or two later. So, a strange gray chameleon-like creature. Uh, it, it, it's very, very bizarre, very strange, and of course a UFO enthusiast would paint it out to be more like a gray alien. Uh, other encounters were reported on the island media over the next months, including a particularly incredible tale that asserted that on the evening of May 11th, a rat-eating gargoyle creature with claws menaced onlookers, onlookers at a bus stop in the middle of San Juan metropolitan area. Uh, one witness, police officer, say, said the entity rose straight into the air and made its escape elsewhere in the city. Residents complained of eerie screams and howls apparently produced by flying something invisible in the night sky. So, 
gray alien. Then we have a gargoyle-like creature. So we got strange bird, gray alien, gargoyle, you know. Just adding on to the, the, the list. Uh, in mid-May, police looked into a report by an elderly sugarcane cutter who had suffered from a heart attack after a gigantic bird attacked him while he was working on April 23rd in Aldo Ortega of Manrito, uh, sighted, sighted a huge creature on his roof, three to four feet tall with black feathers and a thick neck. It had a wolf-like nose instead of a beak. So, giant bird, you know, um, I'm going to put silver bolt, and if you know, you know, and if you don't know, you're about to, because I'm about to tell you. Silver bolt was a character on Beast Wars, uh, a popular Transformers TV show on Fox when I was a kid, uh, and he was half wolf half bird so he had the wings and tail of a of an eagle and the body of a wolf and i think he had the the his back legs were or his front one either his back legs or his front his back legs were eagle talons i think i don't remember it was weird it was weird is when they had fusers because one was a cobra with uh a, uh or a, a scorpion with a tail of a cobra it was its co its tail was a cobra head called quick strike um, but we've got silver bolt now so then uh, we have a prominent citizen educated and devout named Daniel Perez telling investigator George Martin of an encounter that he had just before seven o'clock one morning Perez first became aware of something out of the ordinary when he heard a moaning sound that brought him to his window. Seeing nothing, he started to close the window, then stopped when a buzzing suddenly filled his ears. Moments later, he observed something coming out of the sky and landing on a big rock only 20 feet from him. The duly started startled Perez got a good look at the bizarre creature. It stood five feet high on long, powerful-looking hind legs. It had a large head with big, slanted eyes and six-inch fins or spikes running all the way down its back. It had a tiny forearms with a small hand. And as the thing prepared to ascend, the fins pointed upwards and vibrated, making a buzzing sound like Perez had heard just moments before. So this thing is like a humanoid alien. It's a gray alien with a hunchback and a lot of ridges down its back, two fangs, big eyes, and small hand. Um, and it's back shape. Also... Uh, one, and the best kind of look at it is it's kind of like a, a flying squirrel meets a lizard meets a gargoyle, uh, which is kind of what this one has. And it has spikes down its back and, you know, kind of flying squirrel wings. And it's very scary. Uh, I think actually Jackie Chan Adventures did, did a, an episode about the Chupacabra. Um, so you could check that out. There's probably some kind of similar gargoyle-like creature. There's probably a gargoyle-like creature on that one. Um, you know, some have it looking like a dog with spikes down its back. Uh, but 
Uh, he saw the same creature or one exactly like it around the same time the next morning. He kept both sightings to himself for a time before confiding the details to his wife, who repeated them to a neighbor. Uh, two other residents of uh, Canavanas claimed to have seen the creature at even closer range at 4 p.m. Uh, Madeline Tolentino was helping her mother, who lived on the first floor of the house owned by Tolentino and her husband, Jose Miguel Augusto, uh, when she glanced through the front window to see a car with a frightened-looking driver inside, the cause of his alarm soon became apparent as a bipedal creature stepped from the side of Tolentino's house into view from the other side of the picture window. Uh, she described a creature not unlike the one Perez had seen. Uh, when her mother saw it, God bless this woman. She's smart. She knows what she's doing. When her mother saw it, she ran outside to try to catch it. It escaped into nearby woods, hopping like a kangaroo. A young man who worked for Augusto joined the chase. He caught up with it and held it briefly long enough, he claimed, to pry its mouth open and determined that it had large fangs and teeth. It escaped down the street and disappeared from view. So, mom, don't take no shit. She's like, I'm going to grab that sucker. Let's get him. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, here, here's a composite from uh, Martin, who was uh, the other another resident from Canavanas. Uh, it appears to have strong, coarse hair all over its body, and whilst most observed claimed that the hair is black, most observers, I'm sorry, uh, it has remarkable the remarkable. Cannot talk. It has the remarkable ability to change color at will, almost like a chameleon. In the dark, it will change to black or deep brown color. In a sunlit area surrounded by vegetation, it changes to green, green-gray, light brown, or beige. The creature has two small arms with three-fingered clawed hands uh, and two strong hind legs, again with three claws. It appears to enable it to run quickly and leap over 20 feet in a single bound. According to many observers, the creature's legs look almost reptilian or goat-like. It has quill-like appendages running down from its back with what seem to be fleshy membranes that change color from blue to green, red to purple, etc., etc., etc. In some reports, however, the chupacabra is described as having wings or large ears, and one reports have the facial features as simians. So we've got creature with ears, maybe a ape-like chupacabra. So, uh, of course, they have search parties led by the flamboyant mayor, Jose Kimosoro, uh, a former police detective plunged deep into the mountain, uh, basically trying to grab this chupacabra. Uh, the Puerto Rican federal authorities captured chupacabras. One of them, according to Martin, quite specific account. Quite specific. Martin's, God, I cannot talk today, and I apologize. Uh, essentially, it was very gray alien-like and embellished. <laughs> so, uh 
it, another of the rumors that were out there about Chupacabra, Chupacabra is that not only was it some kind of weird uh, gargoyle-like creature, but it may have also been some kind of uh, wolf-like creature or hyena-like creature. We see a lot of videos, especially there's one out of Texas of a rancher who's riding behind one in one of her vehicles. And she's recording it, and it looks like a coyote without hair. It looks like a coyote with mange, or a wolf with mange. Not unthought of, not unheard of, but it is one of those things where you're like, oh, okay, well, uh, I don't think that that's the chupacabra because it's not how it's described. But people are adopting that as an also another image of the chupacabra because sometimes the small, short one with thick legs is kind of dog-like or reptilian-like. Um and, and it's just, it keeps going and keeps going with these different, you know, things. And, I mean, this this went for a while in, you know, birds, cattle uh, started getting hit. They all started seeing this huge black creature with, you know, pointed ears and enormous fangs ripping open chi- chicken coops and eating the chickens and, you know, draining them of their blood. Uh, in Tucson, something with red eyes and a pointy nose and pointy ears and a wrinkled face hopped into his house in the early morning hours of May 1st. Why did your fucking house open, first of all, dude? Um, it, it sat on his seven-year-old son's chest before hopping out of the window. Um, there were unexplained animal killings in in Arizona, Texas, Guatemala, Costa Rica, and even Spain, where some strange birds and odd creatures were spotted. But this all started in Puerto Rico. Now, there are some people that say it happened after a mine was opened. uh, But it it, it was this large creature with many different faces, apparently. Uh, (laughs) No. Uh, Is it a wolf-like creature? Is it a dog-like creature? Hyena-like creature? Bird? Alien, gargoyle, lizard, monster, um, snub-faced, toad-like creature, uh, gray alien, giant bird, b- some kind of strange bug-like creature. Maybe who knows? Is it real? Is it you know? Is it aliens doing experiments on dogs and animals? I don't know, man, because it keeps changing. Everything keeps changing. It's like, oh, well, I saw this. I saw a gray alien. I saw a weird tiny reptile-like creature with that could change color, and it had, you know, like st- a stretchable membrane for wings in between its arms and body, kind of like a, a, you know, one of those uh, flying suits, um, a wingsuit, kind of like a wingsuit, but you know, animal style. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's all of those. So what, what is the chupacabra and what does it look like? Um, and are we ever meant to know, or was it some kind of mutated experiment? Is it an experiment from an alien, you know, a mutated alien experiment? Is it an alien pet? Is it an alien itself? We don't know. Um, but you know, I mean, th- it, it's a strange event that happened and it took over Puerto Rico and up into Texas. So it went from Puerto Rico to Texas. And just created all kinds of strangeness and all kinds of different sightings of different kind of creatures with strange sounds. So, <laughs> you know, um, but other than that, yeah, I think this thing is quite bizarre. And I think 
that we have one and then focused away from it, and now we have many and don't know what to do. And who knows? But as for us, boys and girls, that's another episode. Uh, sorry for another short one, but, you know, we got it. We It was a good one this time. Um, I feel like we got a lot of research and a lot of sightings, though. Wow. Uh, a lot of backstory to that one, too, though. But other than that, um, you know what to do. It's the end of the show, so I'm going to say this, and I hate saying it, but it's working. Give us a five-star rating. It helps us move up the charts. It helps us get more listeners. And the more listeners we get, the more cool stuff I get to do with you guys, CryptidCon and all that cool stuff, you know. Uh, so pass it on to your friends, word of mouth. If they love paranormal stuff, have them check us out. i got a great back catalog that you can listen to in the meantime. Um, but I try to do these weekly. Sometimes, you know, life happens. Had a lot of strange events the past couple of weeks, so woof. Uh, but anyways, other than that, give us a five-star rating because it helps us move up the charts and get more listeners. Uh, and we get to, like I said, get to do cool stuff with you guys. Um, cause I'm not alone on this. I do have a great producer, uh, Renee, and she's amazing. So anyways, other than that, boys and girls, go do some more research on Chupacabra. And as always, you know how it goes. Thank you for going down this paranormal rabbit hole with me. All right, get out of here, you wackadoos. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>